Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, wholesome conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com where you will find all of the resources we have lovingly created for you so you can experience more pleasure, deeper joy, and more intimate connection on your own terms. You'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. If you are new to the show, go to pleasuremechanics.com free to enroll in our free online course and get started with us right away. If you've been with us for a while, go to pleasuremechanics.com slash love and find ways to go deeper with us yet. On today's episode, we are going to be focusing on one of those skills that we can flex every day that we can all grow our capacity in. And it's a skill that shows up in all of our relationships in our relationship with ourself. And as we discuss this more and more, it's a skill that really is life defining. Like it is a skill that as we step into will change the shape and texture of your life, let alone your sex life, and the pleasure you have access to and the adventures you can go on. This is one of those master keys we all need in our erotic toolboxes. And it's one of the easiest tools to flex because we can do it all the time, no matter where we are. We're talking about the erotic art of asking questions. I love this skill so much, both because you can use it in all different areas of your life. And when you activate this skill and when you ask beautiful and interesting and thoughtful questions, you open up so much. The master key is a good image for it because it opens up permission, possibility, curiosity, um, open-ended inquiry. Mm, I like open ends. (laughs) (laughs) And wonder gives us a space to really ponder and think about what the answers to an excellent question are. Right. And we should think of like, what is a question, right? Because this is one of those skills that you're almost going to be like, wait, this is so basic. But then as soon as it clicks in, we realize how much of a missing tool this is in so many of our relationships and our own inner working mind, right? Like, do we ask ourselves good enough questions? Are we asking good enough questions of our communities and of our politics and of our culture? And so a question is the opposite of a declarative statement, right? A declarative statement, this is true. This is what is. And that is kind of the most anti-erotic thinking I can think of, Um, You know, and that in our language and our grammar is a period, right? Like a dot. The question mark, however, is this beautiful open curve of a line with its own little cute dot. (laughs) I think it's the sexiest punctuation point. (laughs) Looks like an earlobe ready to be nibbled. It looks like an open hand. It looks like a body curled, ready to be spooned, you know, like every time I draw a question mark and I love in Spanish, they use two like kind of facing one another, one upside down um, on the other end of the sentence. And I love that even more because it kind of holds the question in an embrace. And for me, that's the heart of a question. It's a generous open-ended embrace of a communication either with yourself with the world itself 
or with a lover, a partner, a friend, any relationship. A question is asking for something that we don't have yet, an answer we don't have yet, um, information we don't have yet. Like it's an evocation. It's an invitation. It's curious. In and of itself, a question is curious. And a good question can, as you said, it's like an, a key that unlocks what can be previously unknown territory. A good question can level us up into a, something that we didn't even know was possible in life. So why not start asking better and better questions, noticing how it feels to be asked right? Because the other end of being asked a question is to be asked. And what does that feel like to receive? Ugh, I get so fired up about this. And especially recently, you know, we've been dating, we've been meeting new friends, I've been deepening a new community. And the difference in the quality and um, yumminess of relationships where we both ask good questions and have the vulnerability capacity to be asked, right? When we can be in that place together of asking and listening uh, deeply to one another, it just feels like so much is possible versus coming into a relationship with a set of scripts and assumptions and going on your default kind of reactions to things and never asking questions and not asking questions of yourself. Like we can see that behavior in ourselves too, right? Um, and the way our culture even kind of privileges or glamorizes knowing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then especially sexually, like you're supposed to just know what you like. You're supposed to just know what your partner likes. And we don't have a lot of models or really celebrating the erotic art of asking questions and that joyful space of tell me, tell me more. What about this? You know, I love mm. that. It's really naming the, the quality and of the unknown and the mystery and mm -hmm. making space for that. And how erotic is that mm -hmm. on the micro and the macro? Right. And even in long term relationships, like not coming at your partner as if you know them, but with this constant, we talk a lot about this on the show, the spirit of curiosity and what an erotic zone that is of just being curious and eager to know and find out and discover together. And this can be as simple as where do you want to go for dinner tonight? What do you want to cook? Right. How do we get out of our ruts and routines all the time by asking one another, like, what are you hungry for? What are you craving? What is your body feeling like right now? Right? Because that also, and all good questions will do this, a good question drops us into our own truth. It doesn't insist upon itself with a preloaded answer. A good question asks us to take a moment and figure out what we are feeling which is also in and of itself a whole erotic skill. And so these dovetail together to become this like powerhouse of asking one another for what is true right now. What do you want? How do you want to feel? What do you want to put in your holes, food or otherwise? <laughs> what do you want to experience? Mm -hmm. And then as we're experiencing it, right, a question is also, there can be touch that is question. There can be a gaze that is a question. Mm. There's a certain kind of presence we can bring in bed that has a certain kind of asking energy to it. Like, 
what's next, honey? What do you want? But that presence is part of what I want to bring our attention to, because when we are in the practice of asking a thoughtful question, Mm -hmm. we are paying attention. We're giving Mm -hmm. someone our full presence. Mm -hmm. We are being curious. We're hopefully being compassionate because we we don't know what the answer will be, but we're open. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a level of care that we're really bringing to the interaction. And don't we want to show up in the bedroom that way, too? Like, it's so parallel. So it's this way we can be practicing who we want to be erotically in all these different facets of our life. Whether you're in a like around a picnic table with fellow parents or negotiating your meal plan or in, you know, your workplace, Um, asking good questions can really create innovation and creative solutions. So really across the board here in your family culture, right? Asking questions of your parents, your grandparents, your elders, can help you make sense of your own place in things, right? Questions are so essential to connection and relationship building, but also to possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. To allowing change. Ugh. Yeah, you can My discover heart is like racing with the with the blessing of questions. Yeah. Yes. Because you can discover new things about yourself, new landscapes, uh-huh. and between the two of you, or yeah, it will deepen all different kinds of relationships. So all of us like practicing this skill, little by little, day by day, mm-hmm. seeing if we can improve our own artistry mm-hmm. around asking a thoughtful question. And I want to name thoughtful question instead of good question, mm. because I feel like we want to keep getting out of this binary of good, bad, but really be in the inquiry of like, what is perfect for this moment, for mm-hmm. this kind of relationship, for this mm-hmm for this situation because as you said sometimes it really is just about paying attention and someone will tell you something about themselves and you notice they have an emotion behind it you notice there's a lot of feeling there Um, you might notice body language shift right and so you can turn towards that moment and ask a really simple follow-up question like and how was that for you or what did that mean to you or tell me more Mm -hmm. say Mm -hmm. more about that Mm -hmm. right is just an invitation to allow that conversation to deepen Mm -hmm. after the break we're going to talk more about how to build thoughtful questions how to practice the art of asking but also being asked and we are not going to leave you hanging with this we have a beautiful free resource for you That is over 50 great questions about sex, sexuality, relationships, and it is all free at pleasuremechanics.com slash talk. That's pleasuremechanics.com slash talk. And we give you 50 plus questions where you can just pull that up on your phone, keep it open on a tab and bring a question to your next date or when you're going on a walk with your dog and your friend or just for yourself, right? Because that's so important to realize is we can ask better questions of ourselves. And just by tuning into this podcast, you are choosing to be part of this conversation with us. And this conversation is rich with questions. So thank you for being here. You are already practicing the art of asking questions with us. I love that. Mm. We are going to take a minute to thank our sponsors for this episode. These are both tools you can use to drop in and start creating space to explore your own inner landscape. What is true for you right now? 
that is perhaps the most erotic question of them all. Start with calm.com, the world's leading meditation app that can guide you in guided meditation, visualizations, meditative soundscapes, and other tools to bring more mindfulness to your daily life. Go to calm.com, that's C-A-L-M.com slash pleasure for 40% off your premium membership. Go to calm.com slash pleasure and receive 40% off a premium membership to the world's leading library of meditations and resources to calm your mind and bring more joy to your daily life. That's calm.com slash pleasure, C-A-L-M dot com slash pleasure. Big thanks to Calm for sponsoring this episode and bringing more mindful practice to folks all around the world. While it is true that many of us need to calm our minds, we also can choose to arouse our minds on purpose with the help of audio erotica. This is psychogenic stimulation from your mind out into your body, and it can turn you on like no other sensory stimulation because it taps right into your erotic imagination. And the best tool for this we have found is Dipsy Stories at dipsystories.com slash pleasure. That's dipsystories.com slash pleasure you will receive a full month of access to this library of erotic stories, first-person narratives that come at you like a hungry lover, and even soundscapes to drift off to sexy slumber with. You can fall asleep to a lover grading papers in bed next to you and live that professor fantasy realness. <laughs> Go to dipsystories.com pleasure for a full 30-day membership to the treasure trove of erotic stimulation at Dipsy Stories. That's dipsystories.com slash pleasure, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash pleasure. You'll find the link in the show notes and with all of our other generous offers from our sponsors at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox. Mm -hmm. So back to the art of asking thoughtful questions, asking of ourselves, our relationships, our lovers, and you know, the world around us, how do we ask questions to get more curious in life itself. Um, And this is a practice we are really committed to here at Pleasure Mechanics, for sure. Uh, I think it is that master key that just allows so much because we don't know. Everyone is so different as an erotic being, as an erotic creature, and even ourselves. Like most of us don't have opportunities to get to know ourselves as erotic beings. Uh, We don't sit around a lot of dinner parties and tell stories about our erotic imaginations we had as children and what shows and TV characters like lit you up as a teenager. And if you could have any erotic superpower, what would it be? right? Like those are all questions that flex kind of big imagination. And then there are questions that are really specific to right now and how we can serve and tend and love one another that are a matter of like urgent action. Like 
What do you need right now that I can do for you? How can I pleasure you? What do you want to experience together? Right? It's a date night. We have the opportunity to get naked, but what do you want to feel? How do you want to like do this together? We can't go into that with a set of scripts and assumptions and notice how much of the time we do go into life with assumptions rather than questions. And if we flip that, if we add that sexy curve of a question mark to all that we do in life, and just like, I wonder what would happen if, it's a much different attitude to kind of go into our lives and loves with. Right. So you're naming that the value of asking these big questions in the larger context of our relationship to get to know each other as erotic beings. And then there's also the skill set or bringing those questions to specific erotic encounters before, during, after. So these are all these different places. And of Mm. course, if we're asking questions about erotic imaginations and what lit us up as kids, as teenagers, we're beginning to understand the shape of this erotic being in front of us and ourselves. And there's so much richness in that. Mm -hmm. Um, But of course, the questions during the erotic encounter itself and right afterwards, a debrief is going to make the the sex that you're having richer and more precise. You always ask this question of like, what could have made it even better? Or what did you enjoy most about Mm -hmm. that specific encounter? Mm -hmm. And so we're always learning. And sometimes I ask that like while heaving and afterglow still, I'm like, what was your favorite moment? You know, and we can think about this like when we're eating a meal, right? There's all the preparation for the meal. There's what do you want to eat? Do you have any allergies? Do you have any food sensitivities? What are your favorite foods, right? If you're cooking a meal with someone for the first time or the hundredth time, these questions need to be asked, right? Because things change. Mm -hmm. We eat really differently now than we did 10 years ago. And so there's all of that preparation kind of questions. What am I in the mood for? You know, how does my belly feel right now? Do I want something light or heavy, right? And that all goes into an erotic encounter what do you like what do you not like what are you in the mood for and then as you're eating the meal you can ask specific questions and then after you eat the meal and when you're like on that last bite you're like "Mm, what was your favorite thing on this plate Mm. because we can make that again Um, and so some of that information wants to be captured with a good question like in the moment of experiencing a pleasure whatever that pleasure is And then there's ways of looking back at our pleasures and asking ourselves big questions about who we are and what we want. And even on the questions page we directed you to at pleasuremechanics.com slash talk, I have questions kind of divided up by different sections of like questions to ask preparing for sex after sex. But also what I love about these big, broad questions, I kind of think of them as like dog walking slash pillow talk slash car trip (laughs) questions, right? (laughs) It's like you want a space where you're relaxed, you're feeling at ease with one another, and you can ask questions that kind of go to the core and soul of who we are. Um, And that is, that's one of those soul opening, the heart opening questions that for me are the most tender and vulnerable to receive, right? Um, But also make you feel seen and make you feel heard and like cherished as a specific human being. And I want to draw attention to this, the way questions can both open up horizons, they can be very expansive, and they can help us get really, really specific and narrow things down into manageable pieces, right? And so if you're thinking like, 
I'm bored with my sex life. I know there's more out there. And I'll see this on dating profiles. It's like down for anything or open to try anything once. And it's like, that's not specific enough when it comes to sex and erotic play, right? Um, How do we get more specific about what my specific body and soul wants to experience right now? That is a series of questions, right? That's a series of explorations, question driven towards a specific answer that is so much more manageable than I'll try anything once. It's like, I'm craving intensity. I want really physical intensity, but emotional like levity and care. And I don't want to be restrained, right? Like you can get really, really specific with your wants. And it doesn't have to be kinky. Like I'm giving all these kinky examples because that's where my mind is at. Um, (laughs) But for a date night, right? You can ask questions that lead you to really specific dates. Do you want to go out or stay in? Do you want to do something where you're kind of passive in an audience and just get to relax? Or do you want to be more active and doing and building and creating something, right? Do you want to be outside or inside? And these are all narrowing questions that lead you to a specific experience you can savor together. And that's the beauty. That's (laughs) one of the aspects of the beauty of the question is that you can get to know yourself, get to know your desires more fully. Mm -hmm. And there has to be some comfort with the not knowing and the space that that makes, Mm. right? Like there has to be some level of confidence that it's okay to not know. Um, It's okay to not have the answers immediately, but to begin that exploration Mm. and to use this as an opportunity to discover. Because a lot of these questions, we might have no idea. We've never thought of them before. So it's really an invitation into your inner landscape to begin wondering. Thank you for naming that state because it's such a real thing to be asked a question and realize I've never thought about this before. I have no idea. Don't have an immediate answer. But that doesn't mean that conversation is over. Right. That's the beginning of something. It's an opportunity to then discover. And you can say, I don't know, I'm going to get back to you. Let me think about that for a little bit. Uh Or begin that exploration on the fly Uh and see what you discover. But so much of what we are aware of is that like having a rich erotic life is about learning and gaining specificity about Mm -hmm. our specific erotic desires Mm -hmm. and needs and then expressing them and then making them manifest and so all of that has to happen partly through conversation because without conversation you can't get to the level of specificity that you particularly are interested in Mm -hmm. so it's such a portal and an entryway into learning more about ourselves and each other and the erotic life we want to have yeah and I think again I want to say like thank you for listening to this podcast because you're in this conversation with us and while we say a lot of this can be internal we can ask ourselves all of these questions and we should we only know what we know we're only exposed to what we've been exposed to and a lot of times we can't even imagine possibilities that might be out there waiting for us Mm -hmm. and so being in dialogue with people and being willing to be vocal about your erotic experience to talk about your pleasures to share those things with others you become a real permission giver for others to discover what might be possible for them right and so I really encourage groups of friends to talk about sex more Um, you know, even in families, like my sisters and I have a pretty, like, it's not a chaste dialogue, but it's an honest dialogue 
um, about our sexualities? Like, is there a group of friends from college you could start a thread, you know, and start getting a little bit more candid and real? Because a lot of us make assumptions about other people's sex lives and then limit our own potential accordingly. When we find out that others are being playful, explorative, and that others are struggling too, right? Mm -hmm. Like whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're kind of, because there's questions that are joyful and then there's questions that are like churning, struggly questions, yeah. right? Hard ones. Um, and we haven't really talked about the energy of those questions, but those are so real. And that's what my inbox fills up with um, from all y'all are questions like, is it normal that I want this? Mm-hmm. Right. And we can be part of that conversation that says, yes, sweetie, that's totally normal. You're not alone. In fact, there's whole communities about that desire. Um, or what does it mean that this is true for me? Right. There's a lot of these internal questions that about meaning making um, that we can only really work on together as community, as a group of humans. Right. We're not meant to hold these questions alone in kind of shame-based secrecy and silence. Which is why we named this podcast Speaking of Sex yeah. with the Pleasure Mechanics, but the speaking part because we need to have conversations about sex in our own minds together and in community to be able to unravel the myths, the untruths, and also to build new erotic skills and possibilities for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we are all together engaged in this conversation that can change our own internal landscapes. And mm -hmm. I feel really excited and inspired by that. Mm -hmm. So thank you for being a part of mm -hmm. speaking more about sex and mm -hmm. listening and having conversations. Mm -hmm. And expanding and transforming your experience of your erotic potential through these conversations week after week. Um, a lot of the resources we provide for you are just rich with questions. Um, as we were preparing for this episode, I realized, like, I love asking questions. And so all in all of our courses, you'll find conversation starters and lists of questions and journaling prompts and all sorts of ways to engage your own curiosity about what is true for you, what you are feeling moment to moment how others make you feel and how you want to be in relationship with other people, what you want to experience as an erotic being, um, what you like most and want to build on, right? And so our kink course, for example, starts with just tons of questions and ways of engaging interactive worksheets and exercises and ways of putting words in your mouth. And then the question is like, how did that feel? How did it feel to say that word to your lover? Because sometimes you don't know until you don't know, right? How does it feel to be called a good girl while you're being curled at, you know, at the end of sex? Like, maybe I'll like it. Let's try it. Um, and sometimes you know right away. No, I don't want to be called a good girl. Call me a bad girl, right? Um, and that is your erotic truth right now that gets to be spoken, but only if asked. So let us ask you questions. There's this free resource at pleasuremechanics.com slash talk. And you'll also find questions in all of our courses. So if you're learning massage with us, you're going to be asked to talk about what kind of pressure feels good, how you like to be stroked. And sometimes a question is a this or that. And so we give you strokes. It's like, do you like this or like that? 
And this is a way of getting really specific. In our foreplay course, you're going to find dozens of strokes. And so you can start playing this questioning touch game, right? And bringing that spirit of curiosity into your hands, into your mouth, into how you make love, right? I'm going to ask your body questions and listen deeply to the answers and learn about who you are as a sexual being so I can show up for you deeper and deeper. Like, yes, please. You'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. We are here to serve you and we are here to listen to your questions. Yeah, and explore together as a community of tens of thousands of erotic explorers asking these questions together. I also want to name that asking a question can sometimes be a relationship saving moment. Sometimes somebody will share something that feels super challenging and uncomfortable, such as a new fantasy or a new thing they want to try out in bed and you have a reaction. And instead of going into that reaction, you can ask a question like, what does that mean to you? Or what turns you on about that? Like, what is appealing about that? And you can begin to understand Hmm. a little bit more about what that looks like and feels like to them. And then Hmm. it might be more understandable to you. In one of the modules in the kinky sex mastery course Chris writes don't let your imagination run away with their fantasy (laughs) and I love that because it's so true right yeah you just quoted me that's funny (laughs) but you can imagine so many situations where just pausing and learning more about what something means to another person Uh can shift what happens next and there can be so many micro moments of that right like I'm going to be out late tonight, honey, right? You can have a reaction to that or you can ask why or what do you need to do, right? Like get the information so your imagination doesn't play tricks on you, Mm -hmm. right? Sometimes it takes you down a whole path that you actually don't need to go down. It's so real. And especially when you're dealing with charged erotic situations or love situations or family stuff, right? Like the more charge in a relationship or an area... Um, questions can really be like flotation devices. Oh, it's I so love true. That. Right. Um, and just help us get through a storm or help us find our path back again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, questions is an antidote to assumptions and assertions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And assumptions and assertions are anti erotic by nature. Questions. Semicolons also are a very sexy <laughs> punctuation point. Um, but question marks allow question marks are an invitation. Question marks are an evocation into possibilities. And what could be sexier than that? I want us to just take a moment and think about a moment in our life where we were asked a really incredible question. And just take a moment and feel into that moment and what that opened up for you. Mm. Because I want us to just notice how it feels to be asked a beautiful question. I feel like it, it gives us the experience of feeling paid attention to, cared about, like we matter, like mm-hmm. we're being seen, we're being heard. And mm-hmm. what a beautiful gift we can offer each other. Mm-hmm. It's a practice of care. It's a practice of mm-hmm. taking care of each other. And it's so very scalable. If we think about just Every day, seeing if we could ask one more thoughtful question, what could we offer each other? 
how much more held and cared for would we feel? Mm -hmm. And I just love that idea. Mm -hmm. And then can we be brave and ask these questions of ourself and in our erotic life and see what we discover and open up for each other? Mm -hmm. That just reminded me, someone actually wrote to me and said they used the question page mm. um, as a journaling prompt. How beautiful. And they like filled a journal with erotic you know, ponderings based on these questions. Um, so however this works for you, ask questions, dive in, practice the art of asking questions. And you are not alone. You'll find resources. You'll find 50 plus questions at pleasuremechanics.com slash talk. And we will be back with you next week with another episode of Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Pleasure.